We wrap up the NBA playoffs in a wonderful NBA season. That season I got David Bloom with me, man. We're going to talk about Steph Curry. We're going to talk about Kawhi Leonard. We're going to talk about the new champion, Toronto Raptors. All that and more coming up right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz they go that jingle on. Oh, yeah, there it is. I got Lemieux, man. I called it. I pulled the audible. Got Lemieux in the booth. That was a pleasant surprise, man. He like one of the higher up David Bloom. He like one of the upper mm, echelon. Mm-hmm. He came down off his ivory tower, went to the control booth, started pushing little buttons. And I'm like, damn, what I do to deserve this, man? It's, I don't know if it's a punishment or this is a come up. I don't know what it is. But we, <laughs> it's <laughs> both. <laughs> Yo, we're here with the NBA uh, playoffs. We're wrapping everything up with a nice little bow. But before I get started, I got to introduce my man, my Coast dog, my, my, my co-pilot, man. Listen, man, my young buck, man. My 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 aficionado, man. My man that knows all. David H. Bloom, what's going on, young man? So many, so many titles. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, that's, this that's, isn't the first time either. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me. Well, I'm, I, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm setting you up, but I'm gonna have to bring you back down in a minute. So yeah. <laughs> it's your boy, it's your boy, Evan yeah. T. Back. Um, yeah. So we're here to wrap up the NBA playoffs in the tumultuous, exciting, thrilling NBA season, man. But I don't know if y'all can see this, man. But I got a little ball out here, man. A little crystal ball, man. That raises up for my people. This is a little crystal ball. See a little mini. Crystal ball, see, I look deep inside this crystal ball and I see many things, man. I usually don't bring this to set. I usually do this at home. Privacy in my own home. I sit back, I chill out, I relax, and I just look at this crystal ball and I seen something. I was like, man, mm-hmm. I think the rapper's gonna win the NBA title. Mm-hmm. It came to me in, in like in the tea leaves in, in a vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I had a vision. And then I came on the show and I came to my, my, my closest guys, my guys that I trust, the guys that I confide in. Spike Reed, David Bloom. I mean, my road dogs, my homies, my rider dies. And and they and I got met with such venom. Um, Steven, could you play that clip? But when I picked the Toronto Raptors to win the NBA championship, I take the Warriors down once and for all. You're going to the Clippers, unfortunately, man. Probably. I thought you were going down a good path. I started I know, smiling. I know, and then he went there. When he went I there, got, um, I got the I got the uh, I got the Raptors winning this uh, championship. Excuse me. Come on, yes, I do. Come on, I went there. If they, we're, we're if they do, they have to. No, I don't okay. do that. I don't do gotcha journalism. <laughs> I, know you don't. I, I know you do. That's all. Listen, but listen, but. No, but listen. If they, they got to do what I want them to do in order for this to happen. They got to, they got to play smart defense. They got to mm. do good switching, good rotation. Stop going underneath mm. the screens, mm-hmm. Portland. <laughs> who goes underneath Golden State screens? No. So David Bloom, everybody, listen. Y'all get the idea, man. I don't want this to go on, man. I don't want my genius to just keep going. Going on for the rest of this show. I'm a humble man. I'm a humble man, Stephen Lemieux. I'm a humble man, David H. Bloom. I want you to comment on your misstep. You usually don't really. You, you are a very accurate shooter. You really misfire. You some would say you're very Clay, Clay Thompson, very Steph Curry in the way you shoot and aim and predictions and uh, when you're pontificating and whatnot. But you missed this one, David Bloom. Can I get my props? Yeah, usually not Steph Curry game six. <laughs> Jeez, take me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be the first to admit. Yes, go. What's up? I was wrong. 
And I'll tell you why I was wrong. Because I was wrong. I just like when young people admit when they're wrong. Because you're a part of this new era that doesn't take responsibility for anything. You guys just do. And you do. And you do. And then you blame us for your problems. I like a young man. This is why I like you. This is why you my brother. You admit your shortcomings. Yeah, I was wrong about this one. I'll tell you my thinking why. Go, 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 go. Because coming into the series, I saw four tremendous games against the Blazers. And two of them, you know, without (laughs) KD versus the the Rockets, mind you. Yes, they're a bit dysfunctional now, but... Boy, are they. You know, the Warriors had won every game since Kevin Durant went out. Alright? And it wasn't even about Kevin Durant going out. I thought if... Not even KD coming back. I didn't even have that on my radar. Mm. I thought if the Warriors could play the same basketball, you know... They're gonna win the championship. <laughs> this music's gorgeous. If you would like to adopt a David Bloom or a child like him whose prediction was wrong. I thought the Warriors were gonna win again. <laughs> Mail three nickels and one dime to P.O. Box six six six, North Hollywood, Whoa. California. <laughs> He's looking through a crystal ball. Yeah, there's a lot of witchcraft and wizardry going man. on in the, in the mini ball. Go ahead, young man. It was. I mean, it's hard to see. It's hard to foresee even with your crystal ball. I'm telling you, I was in there. You know. The the second Kevin Durant injury, which is an Achilles injury, is one of the worst injuries you can have in you sports. Be, you better believe it. I believe the worst. It's one of the worst. the worst. It can ruin careers. You know, you saw what it did to DeMarcus Cousins. Yep. He was not even a factor. No. In this cha- in this whole playoff. As much as everyone was to act like he was, he was not. He was oh. not. For every game he played, he had some time off. But for every game he did play, he was not much of a factor. And I hate to see a guy like Kevin Durant go down with that injury. Of course you do. Like him going down, you know, with the with the what was it, a calf or which it was never a calf. I'm telling you, it was never a calf. Whatever it was, come on, he can recover from that. Kevin Durant's been injured before in his career, but to see him go down with an Achilles tear, oh boy, not a not a sprain, not a strain, a tear. Mm. That is just that that is so hard to see as just a basketball fan. I mean it. It shifts the entire NBA landscape. It drops the Warriors down from where they're going to be, especially now. For sure. Which is hard to predict. The Clay Thompson, the first injury from Clay, yeah. he comes back. You know, he goes, I think he went like hard to the goal or something, fell on that leg. And, you know, he told Steve Kerr, let me sit down for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And he got back up, and he shot two free throws like Kobe. Yeah, and the thing about it is, though, Clay's tough. Clay, Clay's gonna rehab as fast as he can. Be back as fast as he can. And I don't, I don't care. It's, it's, it's at least six months, seven months. Come on, um, um, An ACL, a, a, a torn ACL. He's, he's actually doesn't get credit for being one of the toughest people in the league. Just this past year True. alone, he didn't miss one playoff game. He, um, he in, until the, the hamstrings started acting up a little bit, and he had to miss one. He didn't even want to miss that, but he cared more about the team. Um, we're gonna get into more of that, but first, I want to thank everybody for joining us after Buzz TV. We appreciate y'all. ESPN and TV talking whatnots. Everybody please like and subscribe. Five stars 18 thumbs up. Subscribe to everything after Buzz. Like everything after Buzz. You can get more David H. Bloom and Evan Mack. Yes you can. I want to thank everybody for joining the chat as usual. My man Haywood Bong. I appreciate you. Chris in the chat. That looks new to me. Appreciate you. Charlene what's going on? Boo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate all that. Definitely a round of applause Mm -hmm. for my main people in here. And I appreciate y'all keeping me up to date on Raw when I do this show. Because y'all know, yo, damn, what's going on? Star Drew, what's going on? Y'all are amazing, man. I really do appreciate y'all, man. Y'all the reason why I do this show. Um, So... All in all, all in all, a pretty solid NBA Finals. Listen, we you, 
injuries are part of the game. You, you, um, there's no asterisk uh, on championships unless people no. want to act like there is. Um, the Toronto Raptors won, are a legitimate champion. They, they got the NBA title. They, um, I think the one general man is getting a little too much props for like getting good players. Like when people get, get props for getting good players. Like the one, you know, the, the Gasol, like, oh, he got Gasol. Like, these are good players though. Like, you yeah. know I mean, I told you, I give you more props when you find a player that no one knows is good. Like he got like savvy veterans in, in a top five basketball player. That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, they were good moves to get him, but the but move damn, wasn't, yo. the move wasn't good because you predicted the right player. The move was good because you went out and got he the good player. Got a good player. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, like, I guess Wizards offer him a King's Rams. I'm like, we got hold, hold on now. Whoa, what, what y'all gonna, Lord he's him. not gonna, he's not gonna bring a Marcus Saul to the Wizards Look, and that's gonna save their franchise, but, but, everybody. But, but, we gotta, we gotta just, just pump the brakes a little bit. I think it was an amazing thing. Amazing thing for a franchise, a 24 year old franchise to get their first title. Yeah. I, I, I'm a heart aches for Vince Carter for he established that as a legitimate squad him and T-Mac in the earlier years so so I, I know he probably was a part of the parade and so it's one of those things so congratulations to the Toronto Raptors but it's um okay so hmm. with that being said give me your biggest takeaway from the NBA Finals as far as uh what the, what the Warriors went through what what how you feeling about Steph now because I've been hearing all this talk all this nonsense all the all the hubbub about him like being not clutch and all this stuff man how fast they turn how fast they turn. Two seconds ago, they're saying he's the greatest basketball player to ever walk God's green earth. Now they're saying he's not clutch. What say you about his playoffs and, and him in general? Well, I mean, you know, basketball is a sport for people. People are human beings. Human beings have limits. And yes, Steph Curry can shoot the lights out of any building mm-hmm. from the parking lot. You know, last year we talked about the parking lot defense. But, but man, he's a human being. And when two of the best players on the Warriors go out, keep in mind both of them are lethal shooters, especially from behind the line. Steph Curry cannot do that all. Physically, it takes a lot. I mean, LeBron James, year in, year out, had to carry teams, and he only won the finals with it Really, when he was carrying a team, I tell people once. That's what I tell people. Once. Like, you, you finally see what it is, and it's one of those things where, but people people are saying, "Oh, he, you see, he can't carry a team." I'm like, "Damn, damn!" Not a lot of people can. It's really <laughs> tough to carry a team. <laughs> we we all we've always said that Draymond is a limited um, <laughs> offensive basketball player. We say he does a lot of different things, and then you see, um, you know, and Andre played out of his mind in, in the game. Yeah, six. he played great, and, but. Lack of offense, it bo- it bothered him, David. It's one of those things where I'm like, what, what, what put like this? What could have Steph Curry done done differently? He could have hit the shots. That's it. But there's two basketball is two separate games. Mm-hmm. It is a game of creating a shot, and it is a game of finishing the shot. True. You can do. You can design a play, any play you want, and you can get a guy wide open. But no matter how good the play is, it doesn't change. If he makes the shot or not. It's true. And I mean, of course, you can put the ball in shooters' hands so they hit it better and open up better shooters and better hot spots. But at the end of the day, as a shooter, it's up to you and you only. Yeah. At maybe the guy who passes it to you to finish the shot. And look, they drew up a great play for Steph. I think I think he could have got a bit more open, but you know, he doesn't need too much space. No. He's just gotta hit that shot. And not only the game-winning shot that he uh, clanked off the the back iron, I think. He had a Mm. bunch of different threes and a bunch of different mid-range shots that he just, he missed. He looked nervous. He looked scared. And the reason why is there's a lot riding on that game. And, I mean, you can't, I can't understand what it's like to be in a game where if I win, we play another game. If we lose, we lose. Yeah, I never played on that level, so no. So, 
as a guy, you know, as a guy like Steph Curry with no no offense, you said Steph Curry needs offense around him. It generates his momentum and it generates the fire within him to shoot. And when he doesn't see, you know, his two main guys, Draymond and Iguodala, mainly defensive players. So when he doesn't see that offense being generated around him with big threes and, you know, big pull-up shots and big dunks, he's not going to have the momentum in him to hit those big threes. And that's just one of the main reasons why he wasn't hitting those shots. Yeah, and I'm a, and I'm a firm believer in that the season is long and it's exhausting and it's mentally exhausting, physically exhausting. And that's why, that was what my whole thing. It wasn't about, like, just an arrogant pick. It's like, when I said they weren't winning the title, it was nothing to do with me thinking the Warriors are garbage. It was because I think when they, they gave away so much to get KD and stuff that I think I'm all I'm a big I'm a big believer in in depth in basketball mm-hmm. and I think and, and the thing is depth doesn't matter until it matters you see it doesn't matter if Clay stays healthy and Boogie stays healthy and uh, Kevin Durant stays healthy it doesn't yeah. matter but if one of those players go down then it matters and what happens if all three of them go down at certain points exactly at one point Boogie goes down then at one point KD goes down and at one point Clay goes down. I'm sitting here like, guys, and that's when you that's when you have to get into the rotation on the bench. And now you have players that are unproven that you don't trust that you just they're just there, they're just bodies. And they did the best they could. But that's why Nick Young tweeted, which is which I don't know why Swaggy P tweets at all, but he tweeted mm, at geez. the Warriors and says, This is this is why you need a bench to win a title. Yeah. See, he fell some type of way. It's true. They gave him away like he was not hitting like, like he was like vital to one of their that one of that championship run because he was hitting a lot of timely threes. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a it's a it's a depth thing. I think they they more than they more than people realize. I think they go back to the drawing board. I don't give a damn what max they give anybody. I don't care, man. These is right now is Clay, is you know it's Steph and Draymond. I, know, y'all, y'all, people need to stop talking to me about Boogie Cousins. But why y'all be stop talking to me about Boogie Cousins? He took a, a small minimized deal for a ring and didn't even get one because he he thought that he could just ride and you know phone it in. He could phone in his entire game and then win a ring. He was out of shape, man. And then he doesn't win a ring because he phoned it in. If he played like the Boogie Cousins we knew in Sacramento, Warriors would have won for Bo- sure. Boogie's out of shape too, man. Oh my I'm, God, so- yeah. I'm sorry, man. You gotta look at his body, man. He out of shape. No one you can tell. You can talk about quad this, quad that, man. That dude was out of shape. He should have came there this season built and ready to go. Mm-hmm. He was out of shape. He was sluggish. He was getting worked. He made a couple baskets and a couple defensive stops. But that's his job. He's 6'10", man. He's an all-star. Why is patting this dude on the back for scoring 10 points? He carried the Kings <laughs> franchise for a long time. If he should... If he shoots a clutch shot from, you know, the paint, he should be able to make it. My whole thing about the whole situation is everyone got mad at my <laughs> man George Carl for being, like, all hard on and stuff like that. Everybody got mad at Coach for being hard on him because it's just things that people don't see because players always went out when it goes against player versus coaches. They always get rid of coach. Mm-hmm. But what they didn't understand is this is why coaches, old school coaches that I like, they get on players like Boogie because – because I'm telling you, it was a fitness thing. It was a oh my diet god, thing. yeah. But see, they don't want to talk about that. They just want to act like he's they're 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 going at each other. What do you think he's probably saying to Boogie? He's like, you need to get in shape. You need to do this. But I'm not trying to hear that. All these things come to light when you get in the big stage. Nobody gives a damn about you when you play in Sacramento. This is stop. It's true. Can we please? The Golden One Center is great, but nobody really. I don't mean, care. De'Aaron Fox isn't getting as much exposure as he'd have in a big big market. Sacramento's in California, yeah, but it's the smallest team in California right now. Nobody cares, y'all. They can. I'm telling you, even when they were popping, nobody cared. No, even even back in like the beginning of the and century, they were popping. They were ooh, <laughs> and I loved them. I loved them back in Weber the day. Weber and oh man, Peja uh, and Doug Christie. 
Yeah, um, even, you know, Jason Williams, uh, one of my Jay personal Willow, favorites. White Chocolate, one of my favorites of all time. They had a squad. They had a really good team. And, it, yeah, they had a couple. Everyone wants to say their series versus the Lakers was rigged, which no, it was not. No. Come on. They got beat. They did get beat. <laughs> but ever since then, they've just kind of had this downfall. And I think what really has, I mean, they got the 10th seed this year. and what, or even, they're, looking, no, no, no. they're a good young team. Too. The 9th seed, I'm sorry. They got the 9th seed. They were just really far behind the 8th seed. What really built them up was getting rid of DeMarcus Cousins and adding these young guys, getting the air in Fox. I rest my case. Maturing Buddy Heald. But I rest my case. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, guys, this, for what I'm trying to say is I've never been the biggest Boogie Cousins fan. I just never have. I, 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 don't, I don't know where this love affair came from Boogie Cousins, man. He always in something, man. Always, it's true. He was always doing something. He was always, but I, I, twenty and ten ain't good enough for me, man. When you when you cause some trouble, I don't care about twenty and ten. He was always mouthing off, and but him and Draymond in the same team is a big questionable call. The Kings instantly got better when he left. Instantly, that team is on his way too. I'm telling you, they're they on got the way. you know they they got guys like Kali Stein, and then they got guys like Marvin Bagley, who while he isn't the rookie of the year, it's okay. He's doing okay. Yeah, he's living up to the. He could be. I would drop him down a couple picks and two, but he's living up to it a little bit. I agree. I agree. And he, like I said, he's, he just got there. He has time to learn and grow. Yeah. Um, it was like I said. It was a pretty, pretty good um, finals, despite all the, the the drama, despite all the the injuries. You still got to give the Raptors credit. The Drake curse could be. I wouldn't say it's over. I think it's, it's not momentarily over. Momentarily in flux. It's like in purgatory right now. It's, Let's not get crazy, guys. It's it been over. It's been broken once, but yeah, he's committed it's not too over. many sins. He's committed too many crimes against other teams. Where everyone's like, it's over. I go, no, the hell it ain't. <laughs> he's he's listen, man. We're, we're not sure about that. There's this weird, this weird like stipulation in the curse that when Drake roots <laughs> for his actual team, yes. it, it doesn't matter. Yes, but when he roots, when he when Drake bandwagons for your team, that's what it is. You're screwed. You're done. You're done. It's over. You're done. So we got um. So Anthony Davis gets traded to that's wow the, the Los Angeles news. Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, did they trade away too much? Is the first is the first part of the question? It's too. I asked you this off air too about the whole trade, and you know you're right. It's too early to say because mm-hmm. you look at the Lakers roster now and you see guys like Kyle Kuzma and LeBron. Even though yes, he's aging, he's still one of the greatest of all time. He can do it at 35 and 36. You see guys, you know, a young 26 year old Anthony Davis, young man in his prime, looking great, one of the best defensive players inside of the paint. I agree. But then you look at the rest of the roster. And, cool. you, and you see guys like Rondo. And you see guys like Lance Stevenson. I like or, Rondo, but he's always hurt. Yeah, but he's hurt and he's old. Always. Always hurt. There's nobody else to really, you know, you said this like the Warriors. Depth. I'm they all have, about depth. They okay. have no more depth. And I think it's a good move getting the star. And I think, yeah, I've heard they're going to go after Kemba, which I think is a very good look. Ooh, I've heard uh, Kyrie wants to play with Anthony Davis. I've heard they're going after Kawhi, which is... Very ambitious. He's he already seems like if he was going to leave after winning a title, he would lean more to the Clippers. Which there's a huge there's a huge argument why Kawhi Leonard would leave, and that's because you know his legacy's finished. Toronto isn't really his people. He loves the West Coast. It's where he's from. He feels those are more his people, and, and what, he he wants to build up another franchise. And what's great is he's like the thing about it is they can't say anything because he won a title for him. <laughs> you, like, you know he got like perfect credit. Yeah, they could be like, okay, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> And, and no one's going to hate him if he leaves. Like, no. thank you. That's what I'm saying. That's you the first yeah, title ever. Hate, you can't hate him No, you can't hate him. But if he does leave, you know, he, he finished. He, he, there's no unfinished business. He didn't get so close where he's like, man, I got to go another five with this team to get him that championship. He's like, okay, I got them the championship. 
Time to move on. I love LA. I, you know, maybe don't want to play under this LeBron team. Maybe not. But Anthony Davis put the Lakers as one of his top teams to be traded to. He's there. He and and LeBron have been, you know, I wouldn't say, I don't want to use the word tampering, but it's... It's what people consider tampering. They've been friends. They've been communicating. They want to play together. They finally got it happening. Um, Even with Magic leaving, I think it was a good move towards a short future. But, one, Anthony Davis is a free agent, and I've heard he wants to test free agency. Yeah, and I I think he wants the max from L.A., though. I do. He does. And can they give him that? Yeah, I think, think, listen, LeBron, I think... Yeah, Yeah, see, are they willing to give him that with that front office? And the second thing is... You know, they this, really, this is ridiculous. again, they do not have any depth. This is ridiculous. They have nobody else. They have Kuzma to score, LeBron to score, AD to score and guard in the paint. They do not have any perimeter defense. They don't have no perimeter shooters. I think the biggest mistake, besides forgetting, I don't think getting rid of Lonzo was a big mistake. I think he, he wasn't a bust, I'd say, but he's very much not living up to the, the number two pick potential. I think he's going to ball out in um. I hope so. Nuts. I want he's to. A, he's away from all the nonsense, yeah. and I'm telling you, what annoyed me he was just coming into his own. I think he was just coming into his own. I I was on the fence, and then all of a sudden I started seeing it. Look inside the crypto ball, Bloom. Mm, I was inside the crypto ball. The Lonzo yeah. ball. I was back in, and I was like. The Lonzo crystal ball. And just as I looked at my crystal ball, I was like, y'all trade him. It's- I finally seen something that y'all was talking about. I seen that glimmer mm-hmm. and they trade him which I said they always going to do I said his dad's going to get him out of there when to me personally when I think I think when you um ham uh fake an injury because I think the injury was not as severe as he's saying and I think yeah. he faked the injury because his dad yeah. wanted him to play for Luke, Luke Walton you can blame the trainer they fired the trainer from the Lakers I was like that that you can do all this listen y'all can do all this smoke and mirrors x5 motor and scully stuff all you want but I'm gonna tell you something I watched that dude roll that ankle I watched that clip 25 times man if that ankle I was like eight month ankle sprain that's not that bad. Are you serious? I think him being on the Lakers was the worst thing for his career Absolutely. starting off. And him going to a team that's I mean the Pelicans now to look at to look at their team for a second. They're all about the young guys. They're probably going to get Zion first. They probably might move the fourth. I've heard Bradley Beal rumors or they might, you know, take uh, a Culver or uh, uh Darius Garland at the at four. I can see that. Right? I can see that. They are a team built around young guys. I think the Lakers' biggest mistake was trading Brandon Ingram. I do, too. I think, like I said, because they, they got Randall still. The starting five is lit right now. Yeah. Starting five got mad Lakers. And three, ra- and three to five are Lakers. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, we got, we got Randall, we got Ingram, we got Ball, and it's looking like Zion, and I think about it's Drew, Drew Holiday. So I think that's yeah, the score. Drew so that's a, so That could be the score if they, they wanted to go a little small. Like I said, I think it's interesting, man. I told you, I'm not sold on Zion. I could give a damn. This dude has done nothing to impress me. I don't understand what the hoopla is about. I can't wait to be Man, right about this. They just like ducks. I can't wait. Listen, you know, it always kills me about this kind of stuff. I'm telling you, it's how you know I'm getting old. And as I get older, dude, that's all I did was dunk. I'm telling you, any dunk that Zion did, I could do. And in his at his age, I promise you, I will show you footage. And David, you are gonna be like, damn, if you was not lying, I, I don't boast about it. That's just what I could do. But I could jump out the gym, fifty inch vertical. I promise you. Oh my god! Remember the year the Vince Carter won the dunk contest? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. We had a summer league. We had a summer uh, summer up three on three in the tournament. He had a dunk. They had a dunk contest. I did the exact same rotation. Really? That was how I won the dunk contest. So I was sixteen years old. 
And this is on. And this I, is on tape. Of course, it's not on tape. Of course, that's not on tape. But ah. I did. I did the arm and the rim. I did the three. See, that's what I want to see. See, that's what I want to see up there. Sixteen, bro. So like when I. So when I'm talking bad about a guy that just can dunk, I don't like doing it. But I'm speaking from experience. He has to develop other parts of his game. He, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't care enough to develop those parts of my game. I usually would just get by and on athleticism and I get to Germany and I'm like, okay, oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh. But, oh, I got to shoot and I got to pass yeah, and yeah. I got all this. And I blame a lot of my coaches for that because they never worked with me because I was too busy blocking shots and dunking on people. They never pulled me to the side and helped me get better. So I don't want Zion to go through the same thing I went through. That's all I'm trying to say. This is nothing, this is no disrespect. I've seen it before. I, I was that guy. But but I want somebody to pull him to the side like, you got to work on the J. You got to work on your post move. You got to work on your mid-range. Then we can talk about Zion. Everybody talking about this first pick. I don't give a damn about this first pick. So to be honest with you, I want to see what he does in the league, man. And he has, like I said, the, the Pelicans to me have instantly turned into a playoff team. Instantly. I think they're instantly a five seed in the West. Instantly. Instantly, bro. That squad is crazy right now. They're young. And they're about to trade away the pick and get somebody else. I think they're a bit too young to make a make a good Five, playoff run. Six. I ain't say make a run. I say sixteen. I hear them. I say nothing about no run. I say nothing about no run. I don't know. I think they're a bit too young, and I what think. What you trying to say? You trying to say they making the playoffs? That what you trying to say? I dare you. I dare you to say that. The Pelicans. I'm sorry, the Pelicans who just traded Anthony Davis. Yes, they got Lonzo. After yes, they got Ingram. After all this crystal ball stuff I just told you, gonna what do you, you what do, do you see in there? Do you see what seed do you see the Pelicans? I've never done this in public before. I never actually checked it. I never check is, it. Hold on, man. Hold on. I see. Calling the New Orleans Hornets or Pelicans? Oh, oh yeah, the power. The, oh, the power is activated. That's just crazy. Um, I see the fifth seed, man. I'm calling it. Let me take a look at this, man. Hey, take a look, man. I don't know if you have the same gifts as me, man. It might. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it worked for you, man. They don't work like this, but I'm hearing something. What do you hear? What you hear? What do you hear? Hey, you might have the gift. I, 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 I trusted in you. I trusted in you. <laughs> I hear eighth seed at best. Oh, you got them in the AC, though. So you do got them at a, best. A, a, a okay. I do see them sneaking by just based on the athleticism. We'll and the, see. You might, but you're right. They're young, bro. But, they're, yeah. but the thing is, yeah, they are young. One of the youngest teams in the NBA, and yes, they're very dysfunctional, is the Chicago Bulls. And look how god awful they did this year. Yet they have, kind of fair point you know, there. Wendell Carter and Zach Levine and Chris Dunn and Laurie Markkinen. These are really good players. I agree. The problem is they're not gelling. And my biggest fear: mm. one, enlisting Zion to lead a team when he's a rookie; <laughs> two, trying to have a bunch of young personalities gel in the first year. Give it time. I think in three or four years' time, if they keep with this this method of uh, you know growing Zion mm. and developing a shot, That's all and I care about. He went to Duke and he was under Coach K, and he probably got a lot of good guidance there. I agree with that. But if they continue this, you know, developmental train, they will be a big good playoff team. Yeah, I never like I said I never. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had that. I didn't. I wasn't fortunate enough to have that kind of guidance because, man, I wish I did. Because he he he's he'll be fine. They got, got a lot of good. Alvin Gentry is pretty good with young players. Yes, he is. Um, they, he's, he'll, he'll he, be fine. I mean, Anthony Davis came to the the then Hornets. They transitioned to the Pelicans mm-hmm. with him on that team. Yeah. He balled out. Balled out. He didn't have anybody around him, and he balled out. I told you, man, it's the lost art of the mid-range jumper David Bloom. The 15-foot jumper, 12 to 15 feet, can get you $50 million. That's why he's still in the league. 
That's it. That's exactly why he's still in the league. Jeremy, is that shot? Jeremy Lin had a month of shooting mid-range jumpers and three-pointers and got $50 million. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's the lost art of the jump shot. I'm tired of y'all acting like you can't. You don't have to shoot in this league. J.J. Reddick's like, yo, bruh, I'll tell you what shooting can get you. Yeah, he's still here. Yeah, boy, because he can shoot. You see Corver and even back in the day, Mike, Mike Miller. Miller. Getting bounced around yes. different teams because they could shoot. These boys can shoot. Whatever the best team is, they'll go pick them up. And he's like, yeah, I'll play for I that. I used to get crazy when I used to be like, oh, my God, this dude is just, he could shoot. He's, he's garbage, but he could just shoot. We'd be in the gym. I'm like, oh, this guy's trash, but he can shoot. Mm-hmm. And he would, like, 50 years old on the court ball with us still because he, he spied up, he can shoot. But anyways, that's one of those things, man. So, like I said, I, we'll, we'll see what the future holds. We'll see what the pick. Maybe they'll shock the world not pick Zion. Who knows? You know, oh, maybe, come on. They won't know. What do they get a pick? What do they trade away to pick? I don't know. What do they, what do they I think, I think what's going to be really interesting is John Morant at the second pick mm, for the Grizzlies. That. I agree with that. I think he's going to be a big force in the NBA. I agree with that. I see, I mean, based on how we played, and he didn't have the, the big prowess of Duke. He played at Murray State. I'm all, see, those are my kind of players. My my kind of players are like the exactly. Dwayne Ways, the Marquettes, the uh, Arizona States, uh, the, the, your, your, your new alma mater. Mm-hmm. My, my boy, James Harden, went there. See, exactly. I'm all about the San Diego States. And the Kawhi Leonard's. I'm all about these colleges that people don't know about where somebody's balling. I know no disrespect to powerhouse teams. They've they've created some of the greatest players of all time. But what's what you're starting to see is there's a new crop of players coming up. Yeah. And, and they're they, really good. And they guess come where up? guess where old Wardell went to? Steph Curry. Hmm. Davidson. Exactly. And he's a household name. So I'm all about these players coming up in these they're all division one schools ish. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I mean there's a lot of I mean, nowadays, like, we don't it's really different. see, like, like Texas and Marquette and Oklahoma doing amazing. Oklahoma a little bit with Trey, but, like, I mean, Durant was a Longhorn. Texas. I think, yeah, Chris Paul, Wake Forest. You see what I'm saying? Like, these, see, look at the colleges we're naming. We're not naming basketball powerhouses. No. Last time they were, like, relevant was when Timmy Duncan was there, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I don't even, yeah, it's one of the things, he stayed all four years there. It's one of those things where I, I, I like the players that you're talking about because I like where they're from. Mm-hmm. They're not getting all the hubbub. They're not getting all that press. they just playing ball. That's what they do. Minding their business. And John Morant's in the tournament he getting triple doubles and getting upsets. And I think the Grizzlies is the perfect place for him to be. I agree. They groom young guys. They have a very strong, you know, uh, grindy type of type of play. You saw with Zach Randolph and Mike Conley and Marcus Saul. They play well and transitioning into this kind of new Grizzlies age. Yeah, you know, they're trying to developing their young players. I think they're going to ditch Conley as fast as they can. Yeah, and bringing in John Morant, they're really going to try to explode into the next couple of seasons. I agree. More picks, not not even free agents, just build through the draft. So Kawhi Leonard was named uh, Finals MVP. Yes, he was. Uh, I believe he deserved to be Finals MVP. Of course he did. Um, I, I think he was. He, I think he should have been just playoff MVP just based on the job he did on Giannis. He's tinier than him. Oh, he, he was the reason why the Raptors got past that Bucks team. It looked impenetrable. And the Raptors have proved that the way they play the defense yeah. and the intricacy intricacy of their defense can beat teams. Yeah. They developed the def- they developed a specific scheme to defeat Giannis. Yeah. And they developed a specific scheme to defeat Curry 100%. and defeat Klay Thompson 100%. and those Warriors. They knew what they they knew what they were doing. They knew they were limited and they and they took advantage. Mm-hmm. So he, I said he was named Finals MVP. He's a two time Finals MVP. He's, the, he's one of three players to be a, a Finals MVP for two different teams and win a championship, joining the great Kareem Abdul Jabbar and the GOAT! LeBron James. Uh, Isn't he the first? Whatever uh, that means. Whatever that means for you. Um, Steph Curry, by the way, 0 for 8 in game winning shots. 
That's that's the thing that that kills me. That surprised me. That surprised me too. I mean, He's yes, never hit one game. That's you know what I mean in playoffs. Like game buzzer. That's the buzzer. It's weird. That stat. I was like, whoa. I, I mean, I mean, check that stat. Dame's hit two big ones. Kawhi hit the biggest one of the entire playoffs. God, I hate that so much because it's, he's such a great player. I hate it. You can't. You got people have such weird criteria when it comes to grading greatness because it's it would be it's so. I've seen too much stuff for me to even question his greatness. He's phenomenal. He's just too. Bro, he's too good, bro. He is. He's the you know the powerhouse of this. Like I said it a couple shows ago, this three point shooting era. Let me this little little story. Little story I want to tell mm-hmm. you. We were at the two K. Uh, we had this two K party, man. I won this little contest, Ooh. man. I know for a little two K thing. Look at you. I Look know, at you. man. Two thousand sixteen two K game. They flew us out to New York. Me and my wife put us up in old five star hill hotel. Wow. Took us to like this green room VIP thing called the Marquee. Like all the NBA players in the green room, all the, the open bar, and I didn't know it was all even. Top shelf stuff until it was too late. So I had tried to get some like Louis something, but it was too late. I was salty about that. Uh, I was drinking man. like rail stuff all night because I was trying to be respectful. Because I'm a respectful man, I blame my mother and father for that. So we're there, and just to let you know, this 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 story is not about me. This is actually a Wardell story. Mm. So we're there, and all the NBA players that are on the cover are there. And Wardell walks by my wife, and Heidi was like, "This I, this is the greatest of Steph Curry." He walks by my wife. My wife could not believe how small Steph Curry was. Yeah, oh my that's God, how great. Steph Curry's, she was blown. She's like, Evan, he is that great and he's that small. I go, you have just summed up why I tell people to never disrespect that young man. He is tiny. My wife was like, my wife's 5'4". She was like, what in the... She was Evan, that's Steph Curry. I go, baby, that's Steph Curry right there. She was like, what? She said, her exact quote was, how good, good must he be? I go... At, that's this is what commoners don't understand because they don't get to be around those kind of people, man. I was in the hot spot when you were around greatness... She was flabbergasted at the size of that young man. And for mm-hmm. him to dominate a league the way he does, it's unbelievable, Two man. Two-time MVP, one time, first ever unanimous at that height. It's so hard for me to go against that young man. People it just don't... is. He's too great, bro. And the people he's going against are anywhere from like 6'2 yes. to 6'7. Yes. At that position. Yes. I mean, hell, on the opposite side of the spectrum, I mean, on his team, Sean Livingston, 6'7 at a point guard. 6'7. Clay is 6'7. Durant's what? 6'10, 6'11. Boogie's 6'10. He's 6'. <laughs> what even is? Is Steph, what, is 6 foot? I'm telling you, he looked like he was 6 foot tall. I'm telling you. He, he was is. like, what? 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 Yeah, that's it. She was like, she was like looking because he was like a head up over. That's all he was. She was like, oh my God. Yeah. No, she I'm, thought that I'm was like his brother. Four. She thought that was his brother. <laughs> I got the chance to meet, who was it? I got the chance to meet Blake Griffin a couple years ago. And I met him and I just went up here. Nice, nice to meet you. Unbelievable, sir. man. Thanks, thanks for what you do for the team. Hope, you're, <laughs> hope your fifth injury gets better. Seriously. I'm very, I'm very humble, David Boone. But that's what you expect from NBA players. Yeah, and I think and I think that all the time, just about the greatness. So it's hard for me to always, it's hard for me to say he's not clutch, and it's hard for me to say he missed him. It's tough, man, because two, y'all gave him a United MVP. Anybody that that agree with that United MVP can never talk bad about Steph. You know no. you've disqualified yourself. Yeah, you, you and everybody else mm-hmm. said, yeah, this is the only guy who won his MVP. That's insane. And even though he misses a clutch shot, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, he's not great. He doesn't deserve this. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> we all miss shots. We're all human beings. What a 
Jackie. He's not a robot programmed to play basketball that was created at Davidson, and now he's over here chucking up threes and hitting them all, which it, I know it looks like. I know. But Steph Curry misses shots. He doesn't, and I think he's made this out of all the shots he's made in his career. He's still a forty percent three point shooter. See, that's impressive. That's, that is crack smoke. <laughs> it's a joke. And for a while. This man couldn't even see. But he's, a, he's like the he's a light-skinned Hawkeye, man. That dude was Hawkeye. And he just, he just like kind of squinted. He's like, yeah, that looks like the rim. I just got to give Steph a little bit of props, man. He doesn't get enough credit, man. I think some people, my, my boy Spike, wish he was here. He was just, he wrote a, he did a whole monologue voiceover about how trash Steph Curry is. This is for him. This whole thing, this whole spiel was for him. He did a whole little voiceover monologue about how trash he is and his deep voice, how trash Steph Curry was. I wish you'd have seen it. It broke hard. I know. That's so disrespectful for everything. The level of disrespect. He is the main reason the Warriors have been back at the championship five years in a row. And will be the reason that they get back. And if they've lost two, they lost two. LeBron had one of the best playoff, if not the best finals runs ever. I agree. Down 3-1. And, you know, he did not have the support. He put too much on his back. He, he. I don't want to say crumbled because any, you know, even a god would crumble if you had what Steph Curry had on his back. Pressure. And on the other side, you had a Raptors team that was boasting a Kawhi Leonard, was boasting a young and fresh Pascal Siakam, a bunch of good veterans like, you know, an aging Ibaka and a very aging Marcus All. And then you had guys like Van Vliet hitting clutch threes and Lowry, the the heart and soul of that team. And you had, you know, Norman Powell on the rise and emerging. I like him. They built a really good squad. And what they were able to do, you know, under Nick Nurse was play an amazing defense on Steph Curry, making him pass to guys like Draymond and guys like, you know, DeMarcus Cousins and even Quinn Cook and, you know, Alfonso McKenzie. Agreed. Guys who weren't creating as many good shots as Steph would because they don't have the depth. I would never trust Quinn Cook. I would never trust Kevon Looney, Alfonso McKenzie, even my guy, Sean Livingston, right now with a big clutch shot like I would trust Steph with. I agree. And that's one of the main reasons why you said the depth that the Warriors couldn't handle this this Raptors team who had so much depth. All healthy. All healthy. You know, all deep. They were running great rotations. They had guys... Fred Van Vliet was hitting threes in Steph Curry's face. Like I said, that's one of the. I'm not even. I forgot to say before I, we wrap this bad boy. That is the one of the greatest defensive teams I've ever seen in my entire life. It was so impressive. I don't give a. See, this is my problem. All you people out there making more money than me talking sports on TV. None of y'all have said this is one of the greatest defensive teams in the history of the NBA. I have never seen more disciplined, more cohesive, more tightly knit unit in years. And they all played for the team. Years. Even Kawhi Leonard, who I think is... I've never seen anything like it. He's one of the best team-playing superstars out there. He played for the team. He he played, obviously, for himself. And maybe he didn't want to go to Toronto in the big... In the beginning, Balled but out though. you know he contacted Kyle Lowry and was like, "Let's go get this. I Let's do it. Let's get this ring." And they got that ring. So, with that being said, before we wrap it up, you got me. I got to put you on the spot. Bold prediction next year because we gonna we ain't gonna be doing basketball for a little bit. So, bold prediction: Who wins oh. the NBA title next year? Ooh. Yeah, right, just like that. Boom, man. Well, there's a couple circumstances. You and have I'll time wa- to revise. This is not like I will that. walk you through it real quick. The first circumstance is. Where does Kawhi go? Mm -hmm. My thoughts is he's going to stay because he won a championship. If he does stay, I see it. I see it as between the Raptors and the Bucks. I think the Bucks are only going to get better this offseason. I think they're going to develop Giannis, and Giannis is a smart enough player. He's been through so much to know that if he wants to stay, mid-range jumper, he's going to create that jumper. (laughs) I think it's between those two teams. If Kawhi goes, and if Kawhi goes to 
I mean, I would say the Clippers, it's hard for me to just, you know, all of a sudden go, oh, yeah, the Clippers are going to win the finals. Because I've thought that before because I'm a dumb, you know, 12-year-old. Depends, though. They get Kawhi. It's a different story. It's a different story. I don't think it'll be the Lakers, even if they get another guy. They're too thin. I got the Lakers winning the title. I'm not in the ball yet, though. I'm not in my crystal ball yet. That's just me pontificating. Uh, I'm not in the ball yet. You just want to see your man get a fourth you ring, don't damn you? Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> I got. I have the Milwaukee Bucks if Kawhi leaves. If Kawhi like stays, it's a tie between are, the Bucks and the Raptors. These are bold statements right there. I got the Lake Show, man. Goat James for the fourth ring, bringing one back to Tinseltown. They, you know, you know when else people had the Lakers. Even I had the Lakers. When Kobe Dwight Howard. Listen, we ain't talking about Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't even... Please. Last time they brought in a really good big man. I'm not even going to let you get... No, listen. We wrapping up. Um, Before we get up out of David Boom, please tell the lovely people oh, that man. to find you before I start a riot up in here. David H. Bloom, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. Never forget the times and all my Laker fans' friends boasted to me about how because now that we have Dwight Howard and Kobe, they're going to gel oh, so well. And, still going And up. Steve Nash are going to come in. We're going to win. Hold your horses, Lakers fans. Pump the brakes, Lakers fans. Pump the brakes. I want y'all to understand something. I ain't no damn Lakers fan, man. I can't stand y'all. I'm going to keep it real with exactly. you. But LeBron, old goat James, I ride with him. So for the time uh, being, I rock with y'all. Be happy y'all have me on y'all bandwagon. Be happy. I'm a good I'm a good supporter. It's a good bandwagon show. fan over here. Yeah, I'm a good bandwagon fan. I'm not going to be here for long. As soon as LeBron James leave, I'm done with y'all. Y'all bums. But anyways, y'all support. Hey, hey. If we get Kawhi, though, man. <laughs> that, then I'm a Clippers fan. I told, a, you. I told you y'all going to Kawhi, I'm switching up, switching sides. It's a wrap. I'm man. switching sides. That's a wrap. I, do I have your permission to be a Lakers fan? Yes, you do. I'm I coming. will. I will give you my oversized Elton Brand jersey. I will rock that joint every show. Evan T. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, man. We will man. see y'all when we see y'all. Stephen Lemieux, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate your services, man. Love y'all. We out. Peace. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.